Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Jupiter and Gemini. I'm your host, Chelsea, with Noble Lion Prince. Okay friends, this is going to be a special episode about the eclipses, um, eclipse season, how to use eclipses, what to do, what not to do, um, and I'm going to share with you guys the original myth Um from Vedic astrology where um, the north node and the south node come from. So let's jump right into it. Okay, so eclipses have been important um, in all cultures around the world for as long as people have been observing the sky, right? And what I really want to get across through the telling of the myth of where um, eclipses came from is that you really do not want to be doing um, manifestation magic or uh, like your usual rituals on a new moon or a full moon that has an eclipse. And I'm going to explain why. But let's start with what are eclipses? Um, You know, basically what happens is If there's an eclipse on a new moon, you know that it's a solar eclipse. If there's an eclipse on a full moon, you know that it's a lunar eclipse. And eclipses can be full or partial. The one that we have coming up um, in Taurus is a partial lunar eclipse. And I'm going to go into all of that in a separate episode. So keep keep your eye out for that. Okay, so let's start with the myth of eclipses. So the eclipses are related to the north node and the south node in astrology. This is also known as the head and the tail of the dragon. And I'm going to tell you why. So once upon a time in the beginning of creation, the gods decided that they were going to churn the ocean and make an elixir of life, a a nectar of immortality. And so they're churning the ocean and they realize that they cannot make this happen on their own. So they seek out um, the, the demons of the time and they say, hey, we're trying to make this elixir of life. If you help us to um, churn this ocean, and I I think it was originally called like ocean milk or something that they were trying to make, um, then we will share the elixir of life with you guys. And like, we We can all just live for all of eternity. And the demons were like, yeah, bet. That sounds cool. So they helped them make this elixir life. Well, the gods double cross the demons and they decide to throw a party where they are going to all drink of this elixir of life and they're not going to invite any of the demons. So you've got the king as the sun and you've got the queen as the moon. That's going to come into play. So keep that in mind. And then you have all the other gods, you know, Venus, um, Aries, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, whatever. Um, And so they're at this party and there is one dragon demon who hears about the party and he decides he decides to dress up in a disguise and show up to this party and he's going to drink of the elixir of life. Well, He's dressed up. Nobody notices. He's having a good time. Everything's super chill. And it's almost his turn to drink from the the immortality nectar, the nectar of life, however you want to say it. Um, and 
right before it's his turn to drink, Venus starts doing her dance of seduction. And this is like a well-known ritual. People who uh, work with Aphrodite or Venus, you know, it's like dancing, especially like um, very um, sensual uh, dancing is an an important part of um, that deity's rituals okay so she starts doing her dance of seduction and the demon starts getting aroused um because she's freaking hot and so he's getting so aroused that his tail pops out of his disguise so right as he's drinking from the elixir of life the queen aka the moon yells out demons among us and points to him and without even thinking the sun grabs its discus and throws it across the room and slices the dragon in half but he had already drank from the elixir of life so he was immortal so they're like fuck what are we gonna do with this guy so they throw half of him into one side of the sky known as the north node or the head of the dragon and they throw the other half into the other half of the sky known as the south node or the tail of the dragon now why this is so important is because the action of him being sliced in half basically made him a bellyless beast. So this dragon is insatiable. It's basically like a black hole in the sky that can never be satisfied. And he was tasked with forever chasing the sun and the moon in the sky. And that's why we have eclipses. So think about this insatiability and just use your critical thinking skills and your logical mind to... Imagine why you would not want to be putting out your energy during an eclipse. Like you don't want to be manifesting while there is a bellyless beast in the sky that is going to suck up all of your magic and all of your energy and all of your manifestations and the things that you're trying to do are not going to come into fruition in the ways that they normally would, right? So like normally on a newer full moon, I would be like, Hell yeah. Do your rituals. Do your magic. Um, you know, write down your manifestations. Put your energy out into the world. For this, I would say absolutely not. The things that you need to be working on during this full moon are going to be things like protection. Um, they're going to be things like um, chanting mantras, which I'm working with my friend Lady Los. You guys love her, know her from uh, the intro of my podcast. And we're going to be working together to try and produce um, musical mantras and meditations that I can put out for you guys uh, that will be super helpful. So keep your eyes peeled for that because it's going to be awesome. Um, and yeah, so so just think of things that are protective in nature, which, you know, I just did an episode about protection. You guys loved it. You had a lot to say, lots of feedback. I thank you so much for that. Um, and basically, this is a time to like armor up. This is a time to um, be in connection with your deepest inner self. It's a good time to analyze your own insatiabilities and things about yourself that um, you may have kind of voids or, or your own black holes within your own self about um this is a great time to be doing shadow work this is a great time to be processing trauma this is a great time to just be doing the work just be doing the work keep your manifestations for another time that are going to be more in alignment for um 
those to come to fruition. So this is why eclipse season was so feared in other cultures. You know, it's always kind of looked at as like a dark time. You you know, a lot of cultures were very scared of eclipses. Um, there was a lot of, um, you know, kind of questionable energy floating around. And like they were picking up on all the right stuff um, because it's so clear through this original myth of. Oh, and by the way, the head of the dragon is called Rahu and the tail of the dragon is called Ketu. So if you ever hear. Here, Rahu and K2, those are um, those are the different, you know, head and tail of the dragon that come from Vedic astrology and from those original myths. So I just wanted to share this with you guys. I think it's really important to know the why and like the how and and kind of understand. Like, I really believe that oral traditions, oral myths, um, Oral wisdom is so important. That's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. This one, one of the reasons I know this podcast is going to blow up. It's going to be so exciting. It's going to take me so many places because this is my way of passing on the oral traditions that I have to my people. And you guys are my people. Make no mistake. If you're listening to this podcast, you are my people. Um, and I'm here to uh, exchange wisdoms with you. So, um, if you're looking for something to do, like I said, on this full moon that is not manifestation based, I would highly recommend either writing a letter to your past self about everything that you have overcome and everything you've conquered and all of your um, successes, uh, the places that you're in that you never thought or even imagined that you would be. Um, I would highly recommend uh, writing out any grievances that you have with people, don't send them. You know what I mean? Uh, especially not during Scorpio season. And that's the other thing. Don't forget, we're having this eclipse season start in Scorpio season. And Scorpio season is all about the depths of our being. It's all about our shadow selves. It's all about excavating the most deep and inner parts of ourselves so that is a really important thing to note like this is a time that you should be going within this is a time that you should be clearing out the things that are no longer serving you the people that are no longer in alignment with you and none of it's good or bad right it just is what it is so if you've been thinking about switching jobs if you've been thinking about cutting someone out if you've been thinking about any of these things that have to do with making space for manifestations to come into your life in the future, now is the time to do it, okay? Now is the time to do it. And I'm going to tell you, there's going to be all kinds of false prophets all over the place telling you like, oh, this is a powerful time for magic and you should be doing, you know, this and that. No. Absolutely not. Those people are not in touch with the roots of where all of this comes from. Those people are not understanding the whys of um, ancient traditions. You know, it's like I'm not making this shit up. This isn't this isn't coming from me. This isn't something that um, is like, you know, Chelsea's choice. This is generations upon generations upon generations of tradition and there is a reason for it and it is very important so that's my main takeaway that I want you guys to get about eclipse season and I'm going to tell you I can't wait to record the uh full moon 
partial lunar eclipse in Taurus that we have coming up because it is going to be so powerful for the people. It is going to be such a powerful moon for the oppressed, but not because it's a time for the masses to manifest, but because it's a time for things to be exposed on a mass scale that is going to set in motion miraculous things that we never thought we would see in this lifetime. So those predictions are coming. Um, I'm very excited to share this information. If you have more information, if you've studied this or you have had downloads or your ancestors have told you things, I would love to hear from you. Um, And as always, if you want to look at where these eclipses are happening to you, um, I highly recommend you do that. If you don't know how to look up that information, you can always book a reading with me and I will look it up for you. Um, I was watching this really interesting video last night that was telling it, it was kind of based um, on like ADD or ADHD people trying to learn astrology. And this woman was basically saying like, listen, astrology is like the math of the spirit realm, right? It's like the physics and like the the stem of the spirit realm. And so it can be really hard if you don't have the time and the energy and the effort to concentrate and learn all of the symbols and all of the signs and all of the planets and all of the aspects and how they all relate to each other. And her point that she was making is like, pay someone to do that for you. The, the information is val- valid. The information is valuable. But you don't, have to, you don't have to become an astrologer. You just support somebody that you trust to, to divine that information for you, right? Um, so I thought that was very interesting. Um, and yeah, so you want to look. You know, th- these eclipses and the eclipse season that we're going into, it's in Gemini and Sagittarius. So you want to look at where those points are hitting your chart and that will let you know exactly how this eclipse season is going to play out for you. Now, here's another thing with the eclipses. They these eclipse this eclipse that we're about to have is like an outline or like a whisper or like a foreshadowing of what is to come in 2022 and 2023. So, if you're trying to figure out what you're going to be working with for the next couple of years, you're going to get a little taste of it during this eclipse season. So keep that in mind. Take notes. Be aware. You know, like, I I feel like some people are just like wandering through life, not paying attention to these mega, mega, mega signs that the universe is giving all of us. Right. Because it's like as above, so below. And it's like macro and micro. So like there are specific details that are happening to you individually based on your chart and your transits. But then there are things that are happening to us as a community and as a collective. Which is why certain things about astrology hit for everybody. Mercury retrograde hits for everybody because it's a collective experience. But then if you want to pare it down to the micro, you look at what house a Mercury retrograde is happening for you specifically. Okay? Same thing with the eclipses. And I am determined to get you guys, at least you, the ones of you that are interested, into a place where you can 
decipher at least where these things are happening for you um, because it will make astrology make so much more sense and I am working on some classes you know I do have um, an astrology 101 class where it starts with the elements and then we talk about um, the planets and then it goes into the signs and I'm about to write a class about the aspects and how all that works with transits and everything like that Um, so if you guys want that kind of stuff from me all you have to do is ask Okay, think of me as your um, divine mother, right? I don't have any children. I'm not specifically planning to have any children, um, but you are all my children. And I am here to give you whatever it is that you need and whatever it is that you want. So if you need something, if you want something, you ask for it and you will receive it. Um, And that goes for the universe as well. Anything that you want, anything in the universe that you can imagine, you can have, you can create, you can build. You are living in a vortex of your own creation right now. And so you are currently experiencing the consequences of your previous choices. But remember, life is a constant evolution. Life is constantly in flow. We are in a stream of consciousness. Everything is happening all at the same time, the past, the present, and the future. It's all happening. So your future is dictated dictated by the intentions and the choices that you are making in the now, which is why the present is so important. And it's also why present is also a present, because if you are in flow in the present, you can expect a bunch of presents to be showered down upon your head. And I'm recording this on 11, 11, um, 11 and 11, uh, November 11th is a sacred, a sec- sacred day. It's happening on a Thursday, which is ruled by Jupiter, which is also like abundance and luck. Jupiter and the moon are both in Aquarius, which is very exciting. Um, and like there are going to be some big ideas coming in. There are going to there there is going to be so many openings of minds like it's going to be so incredible to watch. I've literally waited millennia to see this. OK, and. That brings me into another point. I am so old, y'all. I am like minimum in Earth time. I'm like 33,000 years old. Okay, and I chose to be here. And so did you. And this is an important thing to understand. We are all here to raise the vibration and break the third dimension out of the lower hold that is on it right now like we all incarnated in this space and time for one of the most important missions in all of the fucking dimensions and galaxies that exist right so you are incredibly special you are incredibly powerful you have the ability to Create anything you want. Like, I cannot specify this enough. And I think it's interesting because a lot of people um, that don't know me personally, but maybe observe me from social media or they're friends of friends or, or you know, they're, they're more in the acquaintance zone of my life. It's like I'm always getting this feedback of like, wow, like you just do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm like, yeah. I sure do. And guess what? You can too. You can literally build anything out of anything. You can create any reality that you want to see. Okay. This is, I guess we're, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the call to keep going. So we're going to talk about some other things. Think about this, okay? When I was younger, my mom, she loves weed. I love my mom so much. She loves weed. I love weed. We all love weed. She loves weed. And when she was younger, she told me that she never in a million years imagined that weed would be legal, 
socially acceptable, that there would be a weed store on every corner that you could just pick up your favorite, you know, um, your favorite flower from. Like my mom, literally, she could not imagine that in her mind. And yet here we are. Okay, so how many other things that that got me to thinking like, wait a minute, what are social constructs in the present that I don't imagine or that I don't have the capacity to think could come into fruition? The ones that I want to bring into fruition are land back and reparations. That's what I believe in. That's what I'm trying to manifest. And I believe that with this lunar partial eclipse in Taurus. It's 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 called the moon of the people, okay? I believe that something is going to be exposed on such a grand scale that it is going to force the elites and these hoarders of money that we have out in the world to transfer the biggest amount of money we have ever seen into the hands of the oppressed and I am calling that in I am speaking that out into the ethers and I will see it done in my lifetime right so I want you guys to collectively imagine these things what do you want to change in the world that you can't imagine could be different you know what I mean like what is it that you want to bring into being that in you know, 40 years, people are going to look back and go like, oh, my God, I can't believe that was ever even a thing. I can't believe people were ever locked up for smoking marijuana. You know what I mean? And we're we're still in the process, right? We're still in the process of overturning those judgments and releasing those people and expunging all of that stuff. But it's in motion. It's in motion. And it happened within my mother's lifetime. Like she like this is amazing. This is a miracle. This is this is magic, right? And we all have it in us and we all have the power to do it. So I'm asking you specifically, you listening to this right now, I want you to think about something that you would like to see changed in our society, in our collective. And I want you to imagine a world where it has happened, right? Okay, so I'm loving this. Let's recap. No manifestation in the eclipses, okay? We're not we're not doing our normal rituals. We're not opening ourselves up spiritually. We're protecting, we're protecting, we're protecting. We're going within. Um, we're strengthening our armors. We're observing our black holes and our voids and how we can uh, heal them. Because here's the thing. You can't close a black hole. You can't close a void. But you can heal one and or many you know we all have we've all been through different shit and we all have different things going on and I can tell you from my own experience through so many different healing modalities the some of the biggest ones that I'll mention are therapy get your ass in therapy if you're not in therapy I don't know what you're doing and if you've been thinking about doing it this is your literal sign to get into some form of therapy I don't care what it is um I've also had great success with Reiki and I've also had great success with cold plunging um in nature um meditation and let's talk about meditation right I got the time you guys seem to love this um I keep getting feedback that you guys want more so let's talk about meditation meditation is not sitting still and being quiet in your mind not doing anything right you can meditate while you sing you can meditate while you make art you can meditate while you're running you can you can download apps that will lead you through guided meditations if you have too active of a mind to just sit in silence like the amount of people that have been like oh I can't meditate no you can. That's like someone telling me they can't do art. I'm not having that shit. Mama Bear ain't having it. Everyone can create art. And art was not made to be sold. 
right? Art was not made to be monetized. It was made to express. It was made to document. It was made to show others your unique perspective. So who fucking cares if it's good? And I'm saying that with my big quotations. I don't give a fuck about good art. I give a fuck about art that moves me. I care about art that inspires me. I care about art that I look at and I feel an emotion or I connect to a concept. You know what I mean? So I like I literally want you guys to be thinking about things in a different way. Open up your third eye. Open up your mind. Use your critical thinking skills when it comes to magic. What makes sense? What is logical? What is literally in alignment with what's already going on, right? So when I'm locking my doors at night, I'm putting protection. I'm solidifying the protection around my house, around myself, around my dog, around my possessions. When I'm stirring honey into my tea, I'm blessing my health, okay? When I'm sweeping, I'm sweeping all the bad energy out of my house, out of my life, out of my out of my conscious existence. There are no rules, okay? You can incorporate magic into the mundane. In fact, mundane magic is in my opinion the oldest and most um powerful magic that there is because You have to live, right? We have all of these peaks and all of these valleys and all of these things that are going on all the time, but then we have just the daily grind of life, and that is something that you can never get away with, so why not make it magical? Why not make it magical? You know, I have these little mints in my car, and I call them money mints, and every time I eat one, I just see money raining down on my head, and anytime someone tells me they're struggling with money, I'm like, hey, you want a money mint? This will bless you, right? Like... Get on board is all I'm saying. And here's what I'm going to leave you with. I am so incredibly proud of each and every one of you. If you have made your way to this podcast, you are doing such a good job. And I'm so proud of you. And whatever it is that you desire, whatever your higher purpose is, your higher calling, it will be revealed to you. And you're already on the path. Okay? All right, guys, I love you so much. I have so much fun making these. I'm about to be doing a show on my local radio, uh, KBMF, and it's going to be exciting because I can do call-ins and I can do interviews. Um, So if you guys are interested in that, hit me up, uh, Noble Lion Prince, on basically anything. Uh, Type it into Google. You're going to find me. Type it in Instagram. You're going to find me, whatever you want. Um, If you're interested in this, hit me up. Let me know. Let's collaborate, okay? Because the only thing more powerful than a solitary witch is a witch in a coven. And we are now a coven, okay? We are a coven. We are all connected through this medium. So let's collaborate. All right. I love you guys. Take care. Stay safe and protect yourself above all else.